Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this Friday, September 22nd edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today, we will be reading from the following main articles. Governor Polis announces additional funding for classroom material grants. Children's winter coat donations can be dropped off at more than a dozen spots around Broomfield. Voting is open to decide the next piece of public art in Broomfield. Broomfield Days. The weekends get extra power boost with an e-ride showcase. And Broomfield Days gear up for affordable, adorable overload at the Kids Clown Contest. And this week, Kelly Rowski will write about people and plants and indoor plants that can be toxic to cats. And with Broomfield Days just ahead, flowers in her hair, Grand Marshal Susan Spriggs will bring color and passion to the parade. We'll talk about the Broomfield events for the week and more. Governor Polis announces additional funding for classroom material grants. Sarah Sloan, a veteran first grade teacher at Broomfield's Aspen Creek PK through 8, estimated that she can spend more than $1,000 a year on materials for her classroom, from cardstock to math games to snacks. But this fall, she's getting some help from the state to support her students. Sloan and the rest of the school's first grade team used a $1,000 classroom materials grant to buy books, staplers, hole punchers, scissors, crayons, multicultural markers, whiteboards, and fancy paper for writing projects. I got so many cool things I would normally have to pay for on my own, she said. Governor Jared Polis visited Aspen Creek on Thursday to announce a second round of funding totaling $7.1 million for the classroom materials grants through Donors Choose. The state is providing $6.7 million from the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund, while the Colorado Department of Education is adding about $400,000 from the Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Relief Fund. Children's winter coat donations can be dropped off at more than a dozen spots around Broomfield. The Kiwanis Club of Broomfield North Metro is now accepting donations for its annual winter coat drive. Through October 13th, residents from Broomfield and beyond can drop off donations of winter coats at any of the 15 locations which will be used to benefit children in need. The Kiwanis Club is accepting coats in children's and adult sizes. Once the donations are collected and sorted, they will be distributed in late October and early November. Coats can be dropped off at the following locations. Broomfield High School at One Eagle Way. Top Golf at 16011 Grant Street in Thornton. The Salvation Army at 18, excuse me, 80. 1080 Birch Street in Broomfield, Lockstep Mortgage at 1212 York Street in Thornton, Frolic Brewing on Zuni in Westminster, The Ranch Country Club on Tejon Street in Westminster, Heather McChesney and Keller Williams on Cimarron Street in Firestone, Code Ninja on Lowell Boulevard in Broomfield, 
Spartan College of Aeronautics and Technology on 120th in Broomfield, IHOP IPA Beer Bar on Lowell Boulevard in Broomfield, Yukon Axe on Orchard Parkway in Westminster, Edward Jones at Orchard on Delaware Street in Westminster, BSC Design on 116th Place in Broomfield, ENT Credit Union in Orchard in Broomfield, and at Private Residence at 1720 West 129th Drive in Westminster. Voting is open to decide the next piece of public art in Broomfield. Residents can help determine which two final designs will transform the George DeCero building. Voting is open to residents to choose which mural will transform the interior of the George DeCero City and County Building and residents can vote through September 29th. Two local artists Stacy Reynolds and Julia Williams have submitted their designs for the next piece of public art in Broomfield. Beautiful Broomfield by Reynolds and Onward and Upward by Williams are the final designs that aim to highlight and showcase the beauty of Broomfield. They can be viewed online at broomfieldvoice.com. The building, named after former city manager George DeCero, who passed away in 2020, is the hub for local government in Broomfield. The new mural will transform the lobby into a display of public art focused on the beauty of the city and county. The survey closes September 29th at 5 p.m. and can be accessed at broomfieldvoice.com. Broomfield Days weekend gets extra power boost with E-Ride Showcase. While the Broomfield Days Car Show is always a huge hit, organizers this year are hoping to draw people to a different kind of car and bike show. According to the Broomfield Community Sustainability Manager, Garrett McDaniel, an electric vehicle and electric bike showcase will be featured at this year's Broomfield Days event, scheduled for September 22nd through the 24th at Midway Park. The city and county of Broomfield have partnered with Drive Clean Colorado to provide Broomfield's first EV showcase. There will be electric vehicles available for event attendees to sit in. They won't be allowed to drive them. But in addition, there will be electric vehicle experts and owners talking with residents about charging, tax credits and incentives, and what it's like to drive an electric vehicle. For bikes, McDaniel said Trek Bicycle of Broomfield will be bringing e-bikes and will set up an area for test rides. Representatives will also be available to answer questions and provide information about rebates. Both of these events are scheduled to start around noon. Transitioning away from internal combustion vehicles is fundamental to reaching Broomfield's greenhouse gas reduction goals. And we hope Broomfield residents take advantage of this opportunity to learn about these new technologies. Broomfield Days is also gearing up for adorable overload at the Kids Clown Contest. The Kid Clown Contest is a staple dating back to the early days of Broomfield Days. Children between the ages of one and nine are encouraged to dress up and, well, basically be as adorable as possible. 
Much like so many other traditions and events, the COVID-19 pandemic caused organizations to hit the pause button for a couple of years. But the opportunity to show off your child's inner and outer clown skills is back. Each contestant will perform a one to two minute skit. Tell a joke, sing a song, do a dance, do a short act. And of course, the younger ones have mom or dad hold the mic and help them do something cute. We'll have six judges that are teachers from the Ball Swan Children's Center that volunteer their time. They also have a heart for what Marlene Pulitzer had done for the community and school. Pulitzer started the contest 42 years ago. She was a member of the Optimist Club, which was largely responsible for developing the curriculum during her tenure at Ball Swan. And if that wasn't enough, she went to clown school and loved to dress up as a clown. She served the greater Broomfield community in many ways as a member of several organizations, volunteering her time to its improvement and, whenever possible, focusing on its children. According to Jim Figg, who helped start Broomfield Days, it was only appropriate that when Marlene passed, the Optimist Clown Contest was permanently dedicated in her memory in honor of her indomitable loving spirit and her legacy of treating every child as special. Organizers are excited to continue the tradition and honor someone who paved the way for so many Broomfield kids. Marlene was the heart and soul of Balswan Children's Center, where she first taught and then served as its director for nearly three decades. She's devoted her adult life to educating, loving, and caring for children. It didn't matter their age, ethnicity, or special needs. She saw the face of God in every child, and whenever she was in the presence of a child, her face noticeably lit up and her eyes sparkled. Here's the scoop. Children ages 1 through 9 will be divided into three age groups for the contest, 1 to 3, 4 to 6, and 7 to 9 at the Broomfield Days Kids Clown Contest at Midway Park next to the new fire station. Registration starts at 7.30 a.m. with the contest running from 8 to 9 a.m. on September 23rd. Prizes? Winners of each age group will win a new bicycle. All participants receive a stuffed animal. Anyone attending is rewarded with cuteness overload. This week, Kelly Rowski writes about people and plants, and indoor plants can be toxic to cats. A dear reader wrote to me this week and shared a story about her feline friend becoming critically ill due to eating a lily that was in a flower arrangement. She specifically requested that I educate others on these potential dangers in our pet's environment. Thankfully, her story ends well, but only after her kitty spent several days in the intensive care unit at an emergency pet clinic. I had the honor and privilege of sharing my life and home with cats and dogs for over four decades. I know the stress and expense that can occur when one of our four-legged furry friends becomes sick. There are numerous plants and flowers that are poisonous to cats. According to Texas A&M University School of Veterinary Medicine, many lilies are highly toxic to cats. In fact, if a cat eats a lily, treatment needs to begin within 24 hours to avoid serious 
kidney damage. Diffenbachia, also known as spotted dump cane, is another common toxic indoor plant. Sago palms, also called cycads, are very poisonous with the seeds containing the most toxins. Oleander, tulips, azaleas, rhododendron, are and yews are a few more. The ASPCA has compiled a list of poisonous and non-poisonous plants for cats, dogs, and even horses. And you can print out their list from ASPCA.org. Cornell Feline Health Centers shares ingesting a small piece of some plants, such as a poinsettia, could make your cat ill, and ingesting a large amount could be fatal. They also share that lilies are particularly toxic to cats and can cause life-threatening kidney failure if ingested in even tiny amounts. Symptoms of toxicity in cats are vomiting and loose bowels. The animal may also become depressed or show excitement. It's recommended that you take your pet to an emergency animal clinic as soon as possible. Since the list of plants poisonous to cats is so extensive, here's how we rock and roll at my house. All plants are either hung from the ceiling or kept in rooms where the pets are not allowed. One time, one of my young kitties took a flying leap from a nearby windowsill and latched onto the bottom of a hanging pot. That container now has rigid plastic around the bottom of it. Oh, the things we do for our pets. Also, if I am the lucky recipient of a flower arrangement, it is also placed in one of the pet-free zones. After a quick search online, it appears that some florists have pet-safe arrangements, and I think that's an excellent idea. Broomfield Days, with flowers in her hair, Grand Marshal Susan Spriggs brings color and passion to the parade. Broomfield Workforce Center pair nominates their co-worker Spriggs to lead the parade. After seeking out advice, Broomfield Days Parade Grand Marshal Susan Spriggs figured out she better follow orders. When I met with Kim Evleiser, the parade coordinator, she said that my biggest duty was to practice my wave. Believe me, I've been practicing, Susan said. Spriggs, who had an entire career at the Colorado Department of Revenue before joining the Broomfield Workforce Center as a part-time employee, a position she calls her encore career, was nominated by her co-workers, Casey Brown and Marcy Machuga. The nominations were posted online and anyone could vote for the person they thought should be Grand Marshal. Never imagining in a million years that I would actually be selected, I posted the information on my Facebook page. Several of my friends shared the information and all of a sudden, here I am, the Grand Marshal. According to Brown and McChuga, in their nomination, her color-coordinated outfit and signature flower in her hair brings brightness to the Broomfield Workforce Center every day. For many people who come through the door, it can be a challenging time as they are out of work and seeking support to find employment again. She has a way of encouraging them and building them up to be 
successful in what they do. She not only ensures their employment needs are met, but also gets to know them on a personal level to make them feel valued and supported. Spriggs said she was grateful and humbled when she got the notice saying that she had been named Grand Marshal. I'm so honored, she said. There were several nominees that I felt were far more deserving than myself. Many of her family and friends, co-neighbors and workers, and probably more than a few of the people she helped during her career must have disagreed because after less than five years with the Workforce Center, she's already made an impact. And that's while only working there part-time. Broomfield events for this week. On Sunday, a celebration of the life and music of Alex Craig. Colorado composer Alex Craig is celebrated with performances of chamber music, instrumental solos, choral music, and vocal solos. He was active at the CU College of Music from 1964 to 2011 as a student, accompanist, and mentor. This will be at 4 p.m. Sunday at the Broomfield Auditorium, 3 Community Park Road in Broomfield, and this is a free event. For more information, you can go to asterchoir.org. On Monday, Elections 101, learn more about ranked choice voting and how to mark a ballot, how votes are tabulated, and more. The forum will provide the opportunity to hear from Broomfield election staff on this topic and questions can be asked of the experts. This will be at 1 p.m. on Monday at the Council Chambers in the George DeCiro City and County Building at Wondacombe Way in Broomfield. For more information, visit broomfield.org. The Broomfield Genealogy Society monthly meeting Participants in live question and answer discussion about family tree makers, the latest version updates and features, and more. This program is for all levels of genealogists. They meet at 6 p.m. on Monday in the Garden Center Schaefer Building, 26 Garden Center in Broomfield, and this event is free. You can also go to Broomfield. G-E-N-S-O-C dot org for more information. Interview Workshop. Learn the do's and don'ts and different styles of interviewing and how to navigate common questions. You can get lots of great hints and tips for before, during, and after the interview. They meet at 10 a.m. Monday at the Broomfield Workforce Center at 100 Spader Way in Broomfield. It is a free event. And for more information, feel free to visit broomfield.org. On Tuesday, Broomfield's Children's Chorus Registration. The chorus is open to all kindergarten through 12th grade singers. With three choirs, there's a place for everyone. This will be at 4.30 p.m. Tuesday at Holy Comforter Episcopal Church in Broomfield. And this event is free. Broomfield Crossing Rotary Club. Join the weekly Rotary Club meeting to network with fellow community members, share updates on community service projects, have an enjoyable breakfast pizza, and enjoy a weekly program on various local and global issues. They meet at 7.15 a.m. on Tuesday at Infinitus Pie, 145 Nickel Street in Broomfield, and the event is free. You can visit Broomfield 
crossingrotary.org for more information. On Thursday, what to do when someone dies seminar. No one ever plans to be sick or disabled. Planning for the future can make all the difference in an emergency and at the end of life. A local attorney will guide participants on being prepared, including having important documents in a single place to bring peace of mind, help ensure wishes are honored, and ease the burden on loved ones. They will meet at 9.30 a.m. Thursday at Holy Comforter Church, 1700 West 10th Avenue in Broomfield. The event is free. You can also call 720-320-7174 for more information. On Saturday, Broomfield High School's Saturday Night Lights Heroes football game, the BHS cheer and football team will host a special needs football game at 4 p.m. Saturday at the Elizabeth Kennedy Stadium on Main Street in Broomfield. This week, Carrie Pettis, the book woman, reviews and Patchett's wonderful homage to Our Town. Tom Lake by Ann Patchett. Laura and Joe have three young adult daughters. As they work together picking cherries in their orchard during a long, hot northern Michigan summer, the girls beg Laura to relate the time she was an actress. She actually knew Peter Duke a man who later became famous in the film industry. And this fascinates the girls. The backdrop to all the memories is the beloved play Our Town, which gave Laura her start. She played the part of Emily in the production at her high school. Though she hadn't been in drama club or done any other stage work, she intuitively knew how Emily should sound and act. Performing in this play led to Laura's discovery by a film producer, which led to a totally different life from how she'd grown up. For a time, she's part of the Hollywood scene, but eventually she returns to her rural roots. All this is gradually revealed as the girls ask questions and pick fruit. And Patchett has done an amazing job with this plot, her pacing and flashbacks are integrated so skillfully that it never feels jarring or abrupt when she hops from present to past and back again. It helps if the reader knows the plot and staging of Our Town, but it isn't essential to the enjoyment of this wonderful book. Broomfield Days, marching on Main and Midway. The parade starts at 9.30 a.m. on September 23rd at Main and Midway Boulevard. Awards will be given to those voted best in these categories. High School Band, Commercial Float, Civic Float, Religious Float, School Spirit in Elementary, High School, Youth Marching Band, Adult Marching Band, Classic Antiques and Fraternal Car Club, there's also going to be a run. The Mayor's Cup race is set for 8.20 a.m. on September 23rd. The 5K will start on Midway Boulevard near the fire station. Pre-registration is $18 and registering the day of is $20. Furry Friends Broomfield Days has a special area set up for your furry friends at Bow Wow Broomfield. Okay, it's just for your canine furry friends. Bringing your cat may not be such a good idea.
The Broomfield Days Car Show is hosted by Senior Resources of Broomfield and features unique cars from around the area. Registration on the day of the event is $40 and the car show will begin at 8 a.m. September 23rd. Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. AINC programming is brought to you in part by the Broomfield Community Foundation. Broomfield's leading partner and voice for philanthropy since 1993. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.